All right, Shabbos, say good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing today in Mishnah Yomi in Perek Zayin, chapter 7. We find ourselves today, Perek Zayin, Mishnah is Beis through Gimel, 2 through 3. So Mishnah Beis says as follows, Noshim va'avodim ukitanim in mizamnin aleihem. Women, servants, children, we do not go ahead and include them in a mizuman. This happens to be a fascinating discussion in general. Now, the way that the Mepharshim understand what the Mishnah is actually saying is as follows. That remember again, a Muslim is made up of three individuals. The Mishnah is teaching me that men, women, and Avadim cannot form that group of three. Now, there is a fascinating discussion, Halacha, a group of three women can absolutely form a Muslim. Now, the Shaila, the question, of course, becomes, are three women obligated to form a Muslim? Do they have the option to form a Muslim? So this is a discussion in Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch seems to end with the conclusion that they have the ability to form a Muslim should they choose, but there is no particular obligation. The reason why men and women together cannot form a Muslim is Chazal were concerned about a certain... Um, I'll call it immorality, but it's more like a callous rosh, a certain level of levity. So in order to avoid that, you see Chazal sometimes try to go ahead and keep a certain separation in order to maintain proper behaviors. Therefore, men and women cannot form together for a, for a Muslim. Cotton is obvious, cotton are children, they're not chayven anything. If you're not chayven, you can't form a muzuman. And, and remember again, an eved, in this context, eved means an eved kinani, has the same basic halochas as, as an isha, as a woman as well. So I'll say, how much do you have to eat in order to be part of a muzuman? Ad kizayis. Rabbi says, no. Remember again, a kizayis literally means the size of an olive. Size of an olive. The truth is, we've already spoken about this many times in the past in Dafyomi, that the Talmudic olive is much bigger than our olive, right? The Talmudic olive is probably a bit closer to what we contemporarily look at as an egg. But again, that's the amount you have to eat in order to go ahead and become part of a Mizumi unit. Rabbi Huda Omer Ad Kebez. Rabbi Huda says, no, you have to eat the volume of an egg. Shabbos, we pass from Alokha Lamaisa, like the first opinion, like the Tanakama, that if one eats a Kezayis, one is able to be Mistari, if one is able to combine together with the Muslim. Beautiful, I will say, that brings us now to Mishnah Gimel. So Mishnah Gimel, really beautiful, beautiful Mishnah. So Mishnah Gimel says, Ketzad Mizanin. Shabbos, here, the Mishnah is occupied with what's the verbiage of the Zimun. So now we've established again that three men go ahead and make a Muslim, potentially three women make a Muslim, men and women together can't make a Muslim. So what's the verbiage of a Muslim? How do you how do you go ahead and open Birkas Hamazon in a Muslim? So look how beautiful this is. Kate Omer With if you have three people, if you have three people, the Nusach is Nevarich Sha'achalnu Mishalo. That's Nevarich, let us bless, Shachanu Mishalo, to he whose food, or to, to him for whose food we have consumed. That's what it means, Nevarich. Now, both say, now, Nevarich, now, listen, this is very interesting. The Mishnah is going to constantly make this distinction. Well, you'll see. What happens if there's three people and him? I will say, three people and him means there's one person, see, in the first case, there's three people all together. So, therefore, again, the person who's leading benching says, Nevarich, let, let, us, let us bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What about B'Shlosh What about if there's three people 
plus the Mavarich. So a total of four people. So what do you say? Omer Baruchu. He says ultimately again, Baruchu. Then I will say, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, he says, Baruchu Sha'achanu Mishalo. So what, what does this mean? So I'll just read to you over here in the Bayer, in the, in the commentary in the Mishnah. He says, Me'achar she'yish lo shanoshim milvado haru'im l'schai b'zim of ne'asmon. Eino tzarech l'zamnam levarich imo. But also, what's the difference between three and four? What's the difference between three and four? The difference three and four is as follows. When you have three, everybody is a necessary part of the Mizumin. Right? In other words, there's not, everybody's a necessary cog in the wheel. Therefore, again, the Lushan is Nivarech, let us bench. When you have four, I will say, really, if you think about it, the leader of the group, is he a necessary integral part of the group? No, because there's three besides him. So, the, according to the Mishnah, the verbiage of a Mizumin when you have four is that the leader speaks to the group. Right? The leader says, Baruchu, you guys bless. Now, of course, he's included in this also. But because there is a group without him, the Lushan he uses is, you guys go ahead and bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's included, but the verbiage indicates that there's a group outside of him. Ba'asara, if you have 10 men benching together, Omer, Nevarich Lelokenu. We add in, let us bless to our God. We add in Elokenu. Ba'asara, same thing over here. If you have 10 plus him, 11, Omer Baruchu Lelokeinu. So we'll say, what you begin to see is any time that there is a Zimun unit, right, independent of the person who is leading, the leader speaks to the group. Echad Echad Ribo. So we'll say again, and this is true, again, whether we're talking about 10 or 10,000, B'meyahu Omer, we'll say, what happens if you have 100? So you have 100 men benching together. Omer, Nevarich Lahashem Elokeinu. So in 10, right? So remember again, regular Muslim, Nevarich Shachal Numishalo. 10 men, Nevarich Elokeinu. We add in the name of Hashem. 100 men, 100 men, we add in Hashem. Nevarich Lahashem Elokeinu. Bemeavahu, suppose there was 101. It's the same thing. What do you have? Omer Baruchu. He'll say, Baruchu Lahashem Elokeinu. Again, remember, anytime, same idea, but say, anytime that you have a group independent of the Mavarich, the Mavarich speaks to the group. Beautiful. Be'elef, be'elef. What happens if you have a thousand people benching together? Nevarich l'Hashem Elokeinu Elokei Yisrael. So we'll say again, you begin to see that as the, as the group builds, so the way we refer to HaKadosh Baruch who builds as well. So if you're benching with a thousand men, let us bless Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem our God, Elokei Yisrael, the God of Israel. Be'elef v'hu, what happens if you have a thousand and one? Omer baruchu. So again, same idea, same verbiage, just this time he says, baruchu, you bless. Beribo, I will say, ribo is 10,000. Imagine, how about we should be zochi? Imagine benching with 10,000 Jews. So again, let's say, beribo, 10,000. Omer, nevarich la Hashem elokeinu, elokei Yisrael, elokei atzvakos, yoshev hakruvim, ala mazon she'achanu. It's a long benching. Hey, so we'll say, so you thought Sheva Brachos was complicated, right? So we'll say, so now listen to this. So what, what do we say? Let us bless Hashem, our God, the God of Israel, the God of the hosts, who, who dwells amongst the Kruvim on the food that we have consumed. Beribobahu. Ultimately, again, if it's 10,000 and him. So once again, Omer Baruchu. He'll say the same opening line, but instead of saying the Varech, Baruchu. You bless, because there's a unit independent of him. Ki'inyan shu mevarich, and I'm both saying, 
the, the response, the response always mirrors the opening line of the Mezuman. So, so they give the example of the group of 10,000, the same way we go ahead and we bench, or the same way that the Mavarech leads, is the same way everyone responds. Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Elokei Yisrael Elokei Atzvakos Yoshef Akruvim Ala Mazon Sha'achalmu. So we'll say again, the response always mirrors, always mirrors, the verbiage of the leader. Rabbi Yosei Lili Omer, Rabbi Yosei Lili says, Lefi Rov Hakalhi Mevarchin. Rabbi Yosei Lili says that at the end of the day, the according to the right, the the, the bracha of the zimun depends on the size of the crowd, which Rabbi Yosei, which we've seen. Rabbi Yosei Lili is not arguing; he's explaining. He's obviously you see that the mezuman itself is reflective of the size of the crowd. Because the Pasuk says, which means, in the great assemblies, bless Hashem, Hashem from the source of Israel. Rabbi Akiva, he argues on all this. Argues on all this. And he says, I don't think so. I think it's one standard verbiage. Because after all, what have we found in Shul? Think about davening for just a moment, we'll say. So whether you're davening in shul with 10 people, or you're davening in shul with 10,000 people, baruchu, baruchu is always the same. Right? It meaning literal baruchu. What's baruchu? Baruchu is Hashem That's it. That's it. There's no, if there's 10 people, if there's 100 people, if there's 1,000 people, 1,001 people, 10,001 people, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. It's always the same verbiage. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Baruchu Es Hashem HaMavorach. Rabbi Shmuel just adds over here, Rabbi Akiva, by the way, it's not Baruchu Es Hashem, but rather it's Baruchu Es Hashem HaMavorach. So both say, say interesting enough, and that's really how we paskin, like Rabbi Akiva, namely, again, the only thing we change up in Birk HaSamozun is what? Is Nivarech Lelokenu or not Lelokenu? Now, while it's true that, let's say, for certain special occasions like Shadow Brachas, we will have, we will have, a different kind of verbiage for a Muslim, but in terms of whether you're going from 10 to 100 to 1,000, the basic opening of the Zimun is going to remain the same. All right, Shukar Chabose, we'll stop over here. We'll stop over here. We'll continue with Dalit and Hey tomorrow. Shukar everyone.